0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chizana. Tune in each week as we listen to amazing customer-focused business leaders from across the world sharing their personal stories about their teams, tools, process, and feedback. Check us out at CXChronicles.com today or listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, folks, thanks so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana, and this is another brand new CX Weekly Update. So, guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Um, Super excited for today's CX Weekly Update. Uh, I I got a number of different uh, inbounds over the past week talking about uh, expanding on the idea of customer segmentation, expanding on the ideas of how to better understand your customer, and really kind of um, just people asking for how do you get better now that everybody knows that you really need to understand your customer inside and out in a post-COVID world. How do you actually get started? Adrian, what are some granular ways that I can get started with understanding how I can segment my customers to get to know them better? So in in, in today's CX Weekly Update, that is what we are going to jump into. Now before we get into the meat and the potatoes of today's episode, I want to make sure that I can uh, just give you guys a couple of quick announcements about CX Chronicles and the CX Chronicles Podcast. Number one, uh, I know I say this every single week, but we have a ton of amazing customer focused business leaders coming down the pipeline, guys. We've got folks, uh, we've got a number of different CEOs coming on the show to tell their story, talk about the 4CX pillar, talk about the amazing things that their businesses are doing to grow. We've got some incredible customer-focused business leaders from some huge companies uh, like Zendesk and John Barrows Consulting um, and and, and MyOutDesk and a handful of other companies that are just crushing it right now in this COVID world and some of their customer focused business leaders are going to be coming on the show tell their story give you the listener a number of different ideas for how you keep your business Um, Keep your company's head afloat, above water, right, throughout this this crazy pandemic that we're going through. And more importantly, give you guys a number of different examples, a number of different tips, and a ton of value-first content around how you can grow your business through the power of customer experience. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, The second big thing, again... I know that we spent a lot of time talking about the brand, uh, our brand new book here at CX Chronicles, The Four CX Pillars to Grow Your Business, the Customer Experience Manager Playbook, available on Amazon. Guys, I've been so, so uh, fortunate and so, so blessed to have so many of you guys grabbing copies of the book, better yet, ordering multiple copies for your team, for any of you folks out there that want to grab a couple copies and you need a you need a CXC discount, please feel free to direct message us at info at CXChronicles.com. We'd be happy to get you and your team um, a bunch of physical copies of our brand new book. Or if it's easier for you in the COVID world and in the spirit of working remote, we'd be happy to get you over a digital copy of our book to spread amongst your team, amongst your customer base, and make sure that you're doing everything you can to really double down on your business's customer experience by using all of the CX Chronicles content and information services that we provide. So want to just make sure that I had a couple minutes to shout that out. Uh, With that being said, let's hop right into today's CX Weekly Update. So 10 powerful ways to segment your customers and to better understand them today. So let's get started with the first part. Why would you even bother segmenting customers by behavior or by different groups or by different pairings? What's the point? Well, here's four main advantages to companies that actually think about taking the time to meticulously group their customers, segment their customers, and then better yet, get extremely dialed in to how to sell and rinse, wash, and repeat on the retention piece for these different customers. So one of the first things, it's really about personalization, right? You wanna make sure that you understand what type of customer you're working with to make sure that you have a personalized approach to how they're going to engage with your product or your services. Number two, it's predictive, right? The better you get at understanding whether or not you've got a reoccurring customer on your hand or a one-off customer on your hand or a quarterly buyer on your hand or an annual buyer on your hand, you can get predictive, right? You can use these historical behavioral patterns to get excellent at understanding what exactly to expect from that that customer or that account moving forward. Number three, prioritization, right? This allows your company to make better decisions in a faster period of time around which customer goes front of the line. I know that many executives out there love to say that every customer is equally valuable unfortunately that's just not how the world works right when you get down to brass tacks certain customers pay other businesses far more money than others and guess what oftentimes um, the way that they have their issues resolved the way that they get uh, dedicated support or service for their account all of those things change as you swing that barometer up and down as far as spend and then number four performance right understanding which accounts are are performing the best, understanding which accounts are performing the worst. This is going to be a huge, huge part to why grouping and segmenting and pairing your customers into the appropriate buckets is going to do nothing but 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 improve the overall strategic direction, management, and execution of your day-to-day in your business, okay? So, so let's get into 10 powerful behavioral uh, segmentation methods that you can use to better understand your customers, okay? Number one, This is the fun one, right? Purchasing behavior. So how do customers behave um, differently when it comes to the actual purchase, right? So purchasing behavior can help us understand a number of different things. How different customers approach the purchase decision, what's the complexity or maybe the difficulty of getting them all the way through to click that buy now and getting them to the bottom of your funnel where they're they're a buying, uh, paying customer, and then really understanding what's the role that the customer plays in the purchasing process. We like to attribute a lot of that, those wins to the marketing side or to the sales side, but the reality is what's the customer doing that gets you to that purchasing process? Now, more importantly, and we, we talk about this all the time in the CX Chronicles podcast, when you're thinking about customer journey mapping, what are the important barriers along that journey to the purchase? This is why customer journey maps are so important. They'll show you the low-hanging fruit on the barriers or the friction points that are banging your business up every single day and causing churn, causing uh, customer discontent, and causing, um, uh, causing your customers to go somewhere else to find their product or their service. So so those are a couple of the first couple of the first big things that we need to be thinking about as it relates to, uh, to to customer segmentation. Number two, which benefits are sought by this customer? Right? Customers come to us in all different shapes and sizes, and they're constantly looking for different reasons why they're trying to engage with our product or our service offerings. It's up to you as a business owner or a customer-focused business leader to understand why. It is that people are even looking at your business in the first place and what benefits they're going to they're seek out. Understanding those benefits is a huge, huge part of, of making sure that you are the right product offering in the first place and that you are qualified to even be able to give those benefits. Number three, customer journey stage. So what part of the customer journey map is this new or is an existing customer currently in now we talk about a number of different buckets when we when we do our customer journey maps for our clients here at cx chronicles we talk about awareness interest consideration intent evaluation purchase and loyalty right when you think about all of the different features that you could be thinking about or all of the different potential steps that you could be in the buying process right now As you're going through customer segmentation exercises, you want to take some time to really get close to your customer journey map. Understand where these different customers are coming from and understand which parts of the customer journey they tend to be accelerating in and which parts of the customer journey they're clearly decelerating and they're not doing well or they're hitting friction points or they're hitting barriers. This is going to be an easy way to understand which segment that specific customer falls into. Number four, usage or engagement levels, how often are your customers actually using your product and your service? Or how often are they logging in? Or how often are they looking for information on their profile? It's really, really imperative to understand what their engagement levels are, right? A a customer who is logging into your app every single day, reading every update, doing the updates, um, setting up new searches, clicking through different uh, features that you're releasing. That is a highly engaged customer, right? You could you could almost argue that even if their buying volume isn't as high, their engagement level is incredibly interesting to look at, and it should not be ignored. So usage levels becomes a really easy way to understand how you can segment your customers. Let me let me boil it down even simpler to you: who are your heavy users, who are your average or your medium users, and who are your lightweight users? Now, if you're a business executive, you tell me who you want to spend more time with in terms of understanding how how to best use your product. People that are heavy users or people that are light users. I think you could learn a ton from both camps, but it's imperative that you think about how these different tranches lay out so that you know which segment you're dealing with. Number five, Occasion or timing based. So, when are customers most likely to make a purchase or engage with your company, right? So, this is gonna be a big one, guys, because every company out there in the world is wildly different, right? Whether you're a product, whether you're a service, whether you're an e commerce platform, what, whatever it is that you are, you do need to think about what is the timing um, for these different segments as it relates to interacting with your company, interacting with your brand, right? Are these gonna be universal occasions? Are these reoccurring personal occasions? Are these rare occasions? Again, similar to a heavy, medium, or lightweight user, how often, what is the timing or the occasions or the time-based initiatives of these customers working with your business and working with your team? Number six, customer satisfaction. Now, okay, uh, the listener's going, okay, here, here comes Adrian talking about more customer satisfaction surveys. Well, hey, I hate to break it to you. There's a reason why the biggest companies in the world have been able to prove a direct correlation to their bottom line, to revenue, to sales, to EBITDA with their customer satisfaction metrics. These two things do correlate, folks. If you've got an army of promoters giving you tens out of tens on your MPS or on your customer satisfactions versus an army of detractors giving you zeros ones twos and threes Who do you want to bet your chips on, folks, right? The companies with the army of promoters are going to crush it into the future. They're going to continue to build their brand. They're going to continue to create an army of individuals to do their marketing for them, do their future CX for them, set the expectations for the rest of the market. Companies that don't care about that stuff, that don't measure that customer feedback, that don't give a shit about their MPS, guess what? It's only a matter of time before they start to see their downward swing. It's as simple as that. Focus on these two segments, however. You've got two unique groups here. Take some time to look through your most recent customer feedback. What is the customer segment of high satisfaction folks telling you? Now take a look at the low satisfaction folks. What are they telling you? This is such an easy exercise to do that shame on you if you don't have a a team or an individual on your team looking at this stuff on a weekly basis to make sure that you're always remaining on track. Number seven, customer loyalty. Who are your most loyal customers? Companies want to talk about customer loyalty uh, on a regular basis and about how great they are. The reality is, most companies don't even think about customer loyalty. They don't even have customer loyalty programs. Does your business have a customer loyalty program? For example, for those super users or those heavy engaged customers, what do they get for being such a loyal customer with your business? Take it a step back. What are you giving some of your most brand new customers? People that took a risk to work with your company. They took a risk to work with your product or your tool or your app. What are you giving those folks? Take time every single week to think about your customer loyalty strategy. If you've got one, excellent. Keep working on it. If you don't have one, call us at CX Chronicles today because we'd be happy to get one set up for you. Number eight, interest. What are your customers interested in? This is often done at the point of sale or early on in the funnel when you're thinking about who's qualified and who's unqualified for my business and for my business offerings. But the net of it is, guys, you have to have somewhere in the sales cycle where you're taking a minute to understand what is it that your customers are actually interested in. If you don't know that piece, you're already way, way behind. It's imperative to understand what is it that's spiking their interest in your company, your product, and your service so that you can figure out how to best help them and how to best serve them moving forward. Number nine, engagement level. How engaged are your customers? Understanding, just like we talked about earlier, right? Understanding who is completely in it to win it with your business, using you on a regular basis, acting as a promoter, telling other people about how great you are is... Critical. These are some of the most valuable customers and some of the most valuable pieces of your business. If you look at the best businesses out there, they've oftentimes figured out how to use the power of the customer referral and the customer testimonial to do their selling for them, right? Or better yet, to do the retention for them on a CX perspective. So really make sure that you're taking time to measure and understand what engagement looks like. I'll take it one step further. Make sure that you understand across different tranches of your team and your business and your seniority level as well what matters to who. For example, what matters from an engagement perspective to your chief executives, to your vice presidents, to your directors, to your managers and to everyone else on the front line. Because if you don't have a game plan and if you don't have a clear, concise understanding for what that engagement looks like across those different tranches, then once again, you're already falling behind. So make sure that you're being crystal clear across the entire company for what that needs to look like. And number 10, User status. User status is one of the easiest ways to segment your customers. For example, here's some basic examples around user status. Who are the people that are prospects? Who are your first-time buyers? Who are your regular users, the people that are buying again and again and again, Who are your non-users? These might be people that signed up with you once and then you never got them to do a damn thing. That's not a customer, my friend. That's a non-user right there. And then who are the defectors, right? Who are the people that left your business? Who are the people that churned? Who are the people that you weren't able to get to stick for the long haul? Here's a couple ideas, guys. I hope it. I hope it helps you. Uh, take some time, re-listen to this episode. I knew. I, th- I know. I threw a lot out at you, but just take a couple minutes to re-listen to this one. These are ten different ideas for how you and your team can hit the ground running with customer segmentation, especially guys post-COVID, right? Now that we're going into a completely different market and a completely different world, you have got to know how to effectively manage and segment your customers to scale your business and to grow your business and your team through the power of customer experience. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. Be sure to check out cxchronicles.com for any updates about the podcast and our blog. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. And please, as always, remember to make happiness a habit. Thank you for listening to another episode of the CX Chronicles podcast. We're thrilled to have you as a part of the CX Nation, tuning in to customer focused business leaders from across the world. Be sure to check out the CXC website. And as always, Find us on any of your favorite podcast players, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Thanks so much for making this show a reality and being a part of the CX Nation. And as always, folks, remember to make happiness a habit.